want to look at or we want to look at what we've tagged life in the spirit can somebody echo it out make it sound louder all right life in the spirit what does it look like how does it look like for man or for a woman to be living their life in the spirit to maximize the advantage that we have in the spirit because we have received the spirit of adoption and that spirit makes us to cry abba father it makes us to be able to posture ourselves and to be able to leverage on the fullness of what god has for us so this morning i want to talk about what i call the spiritualization of things the spiritualization of things john chapter 3 john chapter 3 we'll read from verse 1 to 8 john chapter 3 reading from verse 1 to 8 the bible said there was a man named nicodemus a jewish religious leader who was a pharisee verse 2 he said the same came to jesus what's going on verse 2 is not coming out this man came to jesus by night and said to him rabbi we know that you are the teacher come from god for no one can do these things that you do unless god is with him can i pray for somebody in the month of june not only will you be talking about god with us god with them but god will prove with evidence that is with you in the name of jesus verse 3 says jesus answered and said to him most assuredly i say to you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of god verse 4 says nicodemus said unto him how can a man be born when he is old can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born verse 5 says jesus answered most assuredly i say unto you unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of god verse 6 says that which is born of the flesh is flesh that which is born of the spirit is spirit it says do not marvel that i said unto you you must be born again verse 8 says the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes so is everyone that is born or who is born of the spirit so is everyone that is born of the spirit i don't know if you have heard about this when some people when you meet them they would say something like this especially to some of us they'll say why do you like to spiritualize everything why do you like to make everything sound like they you know spiritualize but the the question we want to answer this month and most importantly this morning is that is it true that it is we that are spiritualizing things or are there spiritual side to everything is it true that there is a spiritual dimension to many things or is it just that people just like to sound very deep so to say and that they spiritualize things jesus said some things to nicodemus in this scripture that are very noteworthy the first thing that i think anybody should recognize in that statement that jesus began to have and this is nicodemus who is a pharisee and by pharisee you needed to have studied the law that is the scripture the old testament to it to a level you needed to be proficient in that uh, for you to have that uh, for you to be called a pharisee to be uh, accepted into that club because it's an exclusive club you see it's a it's like a league it's a big league of spiritual people so to say but now this is this guy that is ignorant of the basics of the of the kingdom of god and is representing god as someone that has title and that is how you should understand first of all that when it comes to the kingdom of god it is not about title when it comes to the kingdom of god it is not even right it is more about relationship there are so many people that perform religious rites they come to church they fast they pray they sing they even have lingo they speak like children of god they speak like christians but jesus said what makes you to be admissible into this kingdom start by first you have to be born you have to be born 
you have to be born from another dimension because you see what happened when adam sinned in genesis chapter 3 was that man died and man died to the essential dimension man died to the dimension that he is supposed to really be alive to man died to the original to the authentic to the main dimension that he should be alive to and so because man died jesus is telling nicodemus here he said the first thing you need to understand is that you have to be born again so that means that it's not that you have to come to church sometimes when people feel guilty the next thing is that they want to start to earn the right not to feel guilty they they, they want to stop the accusation and clear their conscience you can physically come to church you can be part of what god is doing but you may be not in a relationship with god how can nicodemus who is a big man in the church system how will he not know this basic and can i tell you today you may quickly say well i thank god we are not in the era of nicodemus but there are still many nicodemus in church there are still many people in church who are not born again they are not born again because there was no day when they had that experience there was no day when they went and allowed god to give birth to them so if you are not if you have not given your life to jesus or if you have not allowed jesus to come into your life because the bible said in john chapter 1 verse 12 john chapter 1 verse 12 he said he came unto his own his own did not receive him but as many as received him so there needs to be a day that you received him if you cannot remember the day that you received him maybe you have not received him if you if you if you thought you received him and there is no that uh, there is no definite change in you maybe it never happened you need to make sure that it happened and that was what jesus was telling nicodemus jesus was saying that membership in the church is not transferable membership in the church is like giving birth and uh, you cannot say that somebody gave birth to you because the person gave birth to your friend no he, or because the person gave birth to your uh, to somebody that is uh, very close to you and is now your family no uh, giving birth is giving birth I know you can be part of a family in several dimensions but when it comes to birth birth is birth okay so what jesus was telling nicodemus was this we need to start from the basic and the basic is this you need to be born and then nicodemus asked the question and the question was this can i enter my mother's womb again jesus said no 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 you need to have the second birth you need to have the second birth many people have the first birth but not all people have the second birth if you if you don't have the second birth i don't care anything you do i don't even care if you minister you might be pastor e you may be uh, they may give you a title that is even more than the pope it does not matter if you there was no day that you experienced the second birth is a definite unique experience and that experience happened by what happened uh, what, what the bible states out in romans chapter 10 let's go there quickly romans chapter 10 we'll read from verse let's read from verse 8 and I, I, I i'm taking my time to say this because sometimes people just join church and continue life as usual and say well my father used to go to church now i am also going to church this is what the bible says but what does he say the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart so when it comes to salvation when it comes to receiving the life of god this is how it happens it is a word in your mouth and in your heart that is the word of faith faith which we preach and then go, go to the next one it says that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved or you will be born again so if you didn't confess with your mouth if you didn't believe in your heart that jesus go back to that verse 9 please that jesus was raised from the dead if you didn't do that if you even say that i i, I now joined the redeemed christian church of god i now joined victory house if that's what you said you are not born again you are part of an organization but you are not part of 
the body of Christ. You are not part of Jesus. Because there are many, many people that are part of organization that are not part of Jesus. There are many people that they know all the things that organization has to do, but they are not part of Jesus. If you are part of Jesus, how it will happen is that there was one day that you used your mouth to confess the lordship of Jesus. There was one day that you believed in your heart. And the thing that you are believing in your heart is that God raised him. It's not any other thing. It's not even that the fact that he's the head of the church. It's not the fact that he has made some promises, even though those, two, those things are true. The, the requirement for salvation is that you need to believe in your heart and say with your mouth. Can somebody say, that's the requirement? And I believe it because it is so. I will give an opportunity at the end of the service for somebody that maybe who have not said that. Or you said it, you were not meaning it. Because you see, you can say it with mouth. You need to see the relationship that the scriptures is making there. You can say it with your mouth. The reason why some people are not born again is not because they've not said it with their mouth. They didn't believe in their heart. There was no conviction. It didn't. It was not heart rooted. And that's why sometimes, you know, you wonder that. But he said he's born again. Why is he behaving like that? Some part of the answers. I mean, this our life in the spirit will help us. But some part of the answer is that it was not heartfelt. It was just mouth. Remember that Jesus was saying, he said, these people call me Lord, Lord with their mouth, but their heart is far from me. So that means that it is possible to use mouth and not use heart. If you don't use heart, heart and mouth, you are not born again. You just came to fulfill all righteousness. You just came to make the preacher feel good. You didn't, you, you are not born again. So this morning, I want you to check yourself. If it didn't happen like that, or you can't really remember, I'm talking to you this morning because God is also talking. So the first thing God, Jesus was telling Nicodemus is that, when it comes to the results that i am having because they saw in the life of jesus that jesus had some amazing results in that john chapter 3 he said the kind of miracles you have is like you have a relationship with god that is different from our own organizational kind of relationship you have an authentic relationship with god let let me in on that relationship and jesus said it starts with a new birth it starts with a new birth then he goes on to start to talk then in verse 8 he said something very profound that i want us to write upon right on this morning john 3 verse 8 jesus speaking to nicodemus he began to talk about life in the spirit it's he now said a spiritual man a person that lives life in the spirit he said can be likened that if you observe the wind he said the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes so is everyone born of the spirit in fact the the greek word for spirit in this scripture is the same greek word for wind it's pneuma that word is where you get things like uh, pneumonia and some of these uh, medical pneuma somethings <laughs> you know that's where you get it from and it has to do with breath it has to do with air it has to do with the wind jesus is letting us into a major major dimension of the move of the spirit is letting us into something about life in the spirit and it is that you can understand a little bit of the life in the spirit if you study the wind life in the spirit is like the wind there is one of the things that you need to know about the wind the wind number one is always moving there is something about the wind there is a movement there is a motion there is an action there is no stagnancy so to say there is movement with the spirit you know this morning i was just thinking to myself that anytime i read genesis chapter one genesis chapter one i don't know if this happens to everybody but I, in fact it's this morning that i just discovered that come to think of it is because of some of my prior knowledge or the way i'm thinking that makes me to think like that look at genesis chapter one let, let, let's read it together genesis chapter one the bible says in, in in verse one it says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth verse two says the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of 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 god was hovering over the face of the waters how many people with a show of hand how many people when you read that you thought about the spirit of god as a bird you know this morning i had to tell myself that he didn't say the spirit of god was flying he said it was offering but somehow we feel it's like bird 
but there is a relationship that there is something there about the spirit of god that god already began to signify because if you add that genesis chapter one to Gen- uh, to acts chapter two genesis chapter one to acts chapter two remember that in genesis chapter one the spirit of god started having expression in what we call the natural life now in genesis chapter two the spirit of god was coming again to begin to act differently so that we will now have another dimension of expression a little different from genesis chapter one or maybe a continuation of genesis chapter one but look at how he puts it here the bible speaking in acts chapter two acts chapter two verse one Acts chapter 2 from verse 1. The Bible says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then appeared to them divided tongue as of fire, and sat on each upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak in other tongues, and the Spirit gave them utterance. If you add this Gen- Acts chapter 2 with Genesis chapter 1, the Spirit of God showed up, it was offering. Maybe there was a representation there, maybe there was no, but chances are excellent that it was offering like a wind, it was moving like the wind because the Spirit, like Jesus told us in John chapter 3, verse 8, the Spirit moves people the spirit is like a wind when he came in Acts chapter 2 2, he moved like a wind he was moving people but there is something you can confirm the movement or the the action of the spirit always moves people the action of the spirit always moves people that's why when you see in in the bible the spirit of the lord came on samson and he was moved and he began to do things you know bible scholars tell us that samson must not have been a physically endowed man because if he was physically endowed they will not be fine looking for where the source of his power is if he was physically endowed they will ask him who is your gym trainer amen <laughs> because some people when they when they are flexing their muscle they are thinking they are flexing muscle like samson samson was not like that too maybe samson was like me he didn't have uh, six packs he had amusement parks can somebody say amen <laughs> because if you see me now you can't say that uh, you have to ask what's the secret of my power <laughs> because i don't look it right but if you see an athletic person you will know that uh, maybe is the is your gym trainer that is your secret but the bible say the spirit of all comes on him then he begins to move him there is something about the spirit of god that moves men ladies and gentlemen life in the spirit one of the things you need to understand is to understand that life in the spirit is like life of the wind it's like what the wind does to things it's like what the wind or air do, does to what air does to things if you put air in a deflated balloon suddenly that balloon now seems to have life if you leave it it will begin to fly the, the, the balloon without air before will be on the ground lifeless but immediately air goes into it it begins to have another dimension so what does that tell you my brothers and sisters it tells you that life in the spirit can do something to you it can make you to be able to do things that you were not able to do naturally if you understand life in the spirit you will not be that deflated balloon you can come to jesus after you receive that first uh, that new birth and you are like that balloon on the floor without air but when you allow the spirit when you permit the spirit of god to find expression just like he did in acts chapter 2 he begins to move you he begins to make you do things he begins to animate you he puts he puts life into your lifeless body remember that when god first created man in genesis chapter 2 the bible said and god breathed life or god breathed into the nostrils of man and man became a living soul man became a living spirit so it was the breath of god that came into man and that's why that song was very 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 apt this morning that i will not be silent because there's something about life life is noisy there is something about life there is action with life when there is no movement when there is passivity sometimes it's like of life so when the spirit of god is having expression when the spirit of god is allowed when the spirit of god is available one of the things you will see is the activity of the wind and one of the activities of the wind is that the the wind moves 
the wind moves so let the devil not think that you are seeing your end let the devil not see think that me things didn't work out if you have the spirit beneath you if the spirit of god is the one pushing you we have not seen the best of you yet uh, if the spirit of god is the one powering you oh my god there is something called the second wind <laughs> I, i'm even believing god that as people are entering into the second half uh, there is a wind that is coming upon you it will give you speed uh, in the name of jesus so the wind moves the wind moves the wind moves you know the bible compares us to the eagle in isaiah chapter 40 isaiah chapter 40 if you start reading from verse 28 have you not heard the everlasting god he doesn't go weary young men can grow weary you see but they that wait upon the lord they shall mount up with wings as eagles and one of the things about eagles is that eagles know how to take the advantage of the wind if if god compares you to the eagle that means you must know how to take the advantage of the wind the eagle flies very high not necessarily because he flaps his wings is because he rides upon the wings of the wind there is something called the wings of the wind look at the scripture in the bible speaking in psalm 104 psalm 104 and verse 3 this is speaking about god he says he lays the beams of his chambers on the waters he makes the clouds his chariots he rides upon the wings of the wind the wind can carry you <laughs> you can ride upon the wings of the wind especially if you are to put down wind to the spirit of god you can ride upon it sometimes when you don't know what to do sometimes when you are limited in yourself you can glide on that that is what happened in acts chapter 2 remember that before acts chapter 2 was acts chapter 1 and if you read acts chapter 1 they were asking jesus about the kingdom you know when are you going to restore and all of that kind of thing and jesus said you receive power all of that they didn't understand it because they were scared this guy that was with us and uh, we had a respite we were able to feed people we were able to take care of our bills you know once in a while although his teaching was a little uh, 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 clumsy and uh, sometimes a little difficult to understand but now this guy is living what's going to happen to us jesus said just wait when the wind comes beneath your wings you'll be able to ride jesus said tarry and the bible says on a particular day when the day of pentecost was fully come he said the holy spirit made an entrance and when he came he came like he came in genesis chapter one he was overing again and that overing was now explained to us in acts chapter two that well maybe it wasn't like a bird he came like a wind and he blew and after he blew peter peter he didn't even need a mic peter that was running away from a little maid and denied jesus three times was now standing before men with guns or with weapons to kill him and he was telling them this time around he wasn't even just telling them i'm preaching jesus today he said you killed him look at what the wind can do this same guy that was running away from a small girl is now standing before death and telling death that you are guilty hey because something came on him the bible said the wind came so peter and all those guys that receive the holy spirit in that acts chapter 2 what happened to them was that the wind came and they began to ride upon the wings of the wind what are some of the things that we can notice about the wind because the back jesus is the one that told us that the life in the spirit is like life of the wind one of the things jesus said in that john chapter 3 verse 8 is that you can you may not be able to see it but you can't deny it in john chapter 3 verse 8 again jesus was speaking about the wind he said the wind when it's blowing it does what he wants to do he says you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where he's coming from what jesus was saying is this the life and the spirit is not a life that happens that starts from the sin realm it starts from an unseen realm but controls the sin realm if that's the only thing you got this morning that's enough the life in the spirit starts from an unseen realm and controls the sin realm because you see if there is anything the devil is doing in 2023 is letting the sin realm put pressure on people many people the reason they have pressure today the reason they they, they are perturbed is what they see is what they hear 
is what they they can handle but jesus is saying uh, if you understand the life of the wind uh, the life of the wind tells us one major thing uh, that there are things that are not seen but they can be felt uh, that evidence can be produced from an unseen realm into a seen realm that we can start from internal and end up externally in fact that's how we start so if you understand that the next time you pray and you believe god you come to church you dance and you don't see the evidence that look likely don't believe what you are seeing because the man that understands the wind knows that i may not see it but this is already happening it has already happened if the devil can focus your eyes on the sin realm he will defeat you is a master is a master of the sin realm it's a master of the the tangible realm and and that's one of the things it does the, one of the reasons why social media can be very destructive is because you see a lot of it is truer than true why is it true the there is something that is greater than the sin realm it is the unseen realm the unseen realm is bigger the unseen realm is realer the unseen realm has more capacity and controls the same realm now why you will now live based on not on the same realm is because you are passing powered by the wind and the wind we don't see the wind we don't see the wind but we cannot deny that there is wind we cannot deny the effect of the wind so jesus has said somebody that is born of the spirit is a man that doesn't does work with the five senses if you walk with your five senses the devil will cheat you a lot if you walk with your five senses the devil will 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 outsmart you he, he will bring things to your front he will sell you something before you get what you really want before 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 the real thing that god has for you most of the people that have been cheated by the devil the reason he cheated them was that he showed them something that they could see it was the same realm that told what adam already had when the devil came to eve the devil told eve you are going to be like god and you will be like that in a sin way she was already like god but in an unseen way but now this guy is saying look let's get physical let's take it into the tangible let me give you something that you can touch and that's how some people are if watch it i don't believe it if i can't see it now i don't believe it it exists let me tell you the truth the fact that you cannot see it now does not mean it's not there the fact that you cannot see the job does not mean it's not there the fact that you cannot see the papers does not mean it's not there the fact that you cannot see that thing now does not mean it's not there i can tell you the truth we are powered from what is not there to become there we don't speak from what we see we speak what we don't see and we'll see what we are speaking remember that in that genesis chapter one one god was creating the earth god was saying he was saying he was saying he was saying and you'll be wondering what is god doing god was transporting it was a transportation it was a transportation and the devil is also wanting to transport he wants to transport what you are seeing to what you don't see because he knows that what you don't see controls what you see so instead of you bringing what you are not seeing into what you you see many of us are taking what we see into what we are not seeing but what does god do in the beginning the bible said the spirit moved upon the surface of the earth the wind blew and because the wind blew god was now transporting he brings something that men have not seen there was no light in the sin realm he said let there be light light came from the unseen realm and came to the sin realm there was no moon in the air there there was no sun he brought them from unseen he brought them to the scene so the life in the spirit friends life in the spirit you need to understand that it, it may not be seen but it doesn't mean that it's, it's not available it doesn't mean that it's not real some of you have received prophecy before and if you look at your life now you don't look like it you are like a jacob <laughs> in the house of Laban, and you have a prophecy of israel on you and you feel like it is not there it is there it is even more there than you care to know you may look like joseph and you are passing all kinds of stages you left a uh, beat you thought you were going up and suddenly you find yourself in potiphar's house and you were clapping and before you knew what was happening you showed up in the in the in the prison so you thought that p was going to take you to the palace because you had seen a picture and that picture said palace well, let me tell you the truth 
if you are a joseph even those same things that seemingly look like they are not good they are working together they are working together they are working together it says for we know why do we know because we are men that are the the wind people the wind people the wind people know because they know the unseen realm they know it powers the serums for we know all things all things will be manipulated will be altered will be doctored for our good romans chapter 1 verse 20 romans chapter 1 verse 20 if you want to live a life in the spirit you need to understand this wind dimension of god you need to understand that god we are like the wind we are we, we we are powered but it cannot be seen romans chapter 1 verse 20 the bible says for since the creation of the world is invisible attributes look at that is invisible attributes are clearly seen how do you see what is not visible is invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even is eternal power and godhead so that they are without excuse so what the scripture is just saying is this the invisible controls the visible the invisible is bigger and works better even than the visible it was this thing that elijah was trying to get his servant elisha was trying to get his servant to understand when he said god show him that the people that are with us are more than people that are against us ladies and gentlemen if you walk out of this room this morning with this realization in your heart that you have company that you have allies that you don't walk alone that you you, you carry with you you may not see them there are some people they'll say ah I, I wish i see angels how i wish i see well maybe sometimes in the mercy of god he will show you that but you don't need to see them because let me tell you it doesn't take faith to walk without seeing them it takes better faith and god wants you to live by faith without seeing them and yet believing if you look at hebrews 11 the reason those guys were called the men of all of them they had one thing in common they were walking with unseen they were walking with a lot of unknown talk about abraham unseen god said go to a land i will show you you know that's a very on 2023 word hey start a business i will show you they ask you give us five-year plan of your business you say i don't know the business and you are resigning you you are mad something's wrong <laughs> you need a psychiatric evaluation because that's what god was telling him leave your father's house leave your people to a land that will show you how do you do that you believe in the unseen imagine you come to people and say something told me that i should leave my house i live in aurora i should leave aurora to a land that god will show even my wife too will call me again <laughs> say baby let's let's pray let's pray let's pray <laughs> because that that's not normal but that's what you saw it's not normal for moses moses leave pharaoh's house moses was in white house and moses said no i want to go to the south side ah <laughs> somebody said ah <laughs> how do you leave white house as in those days you can be close you can be chief of staff white house and then you can become the president that was what moses was he was next to the president he was god going to be the next pharaoh he was older than the other guy he was going to be the next pharaoh but this guy he he he, he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of god that's what hebrews i believe 25 says rather than employ enjoying the pleasure of sin for him a moment for he believed <laughs> he was looking onto someone that is bigger than pharaoh so i may not see it but i know it's there i may not see it the reason why god made them to write this bible is so that after you have written read this bible okay you can see that one okay can't you see <laughs> yeah thank you after after you have read this bible that's enough evidence that's enough evidence that's enough to hanker your head on that's enough to put your faith on whether you see the actualization yet or not i can stay on it i can stand on it i can stand on it 
I don't need any other evidence. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need somebody to shake like this. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need something. I don't need to hold something. I already have this. And believe me, though I don't see the realities now, there are things that are powering the present. I need to believe in it. I need to tell myself, I have company. I am not alone. Even if every person is not with me, I'm not alone. Sometimes you read the you open the Bible to remind yourself that you have company. For example, if you open to Hebrews chapter 12, if you start reading from verse 22, the Bible says, And ye are come to Mount Zion. When are you come to Mount Zion? You can come to Mount Zion anytime. Whether this church is open or not, you can come to Mount Zion. Especially if you have your Bible, you have the company of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Whether there's a person or not, you can get into Mount Zion. And the Bible says, But you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heaven. Jerusalem. This is not physical now. Uh, to the innumerable company of angels. So I'm a single. They said I'm a single and I'm lonely. No, I don't have to be lonely. I have the company of angels. I have uh, many people uh, that may not be seen but they are there. He says I have come to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven to the judge of all, to the spirit of just men made perfect. What does that mean? It means that sometimes when I'm praying there are spirits there, not only only just the Holy Spirit but sometimes Elijah may show up uh, sometimes Moses may show up sometimes Enoch may show up there was one time Jesus was praying there were, the spirit of just men came up and men saw them they saw Elijah standing with Jesus they saw Moses standing with Jesus so the next time when you are praying you just think this thing I'm doing is not do, no 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 let, let, let there be a reminder that you are not doing this thing alone you are not alone you are not by yourself you are not lonely you have company and if this realization comes to you you begin to enjoy it because one of the things the devil does and that's why we are looking at this this month is he makes us to be ignorant of this because ignorance of this can, can still rob us it is possible for things to be available but because you are not conscious of it because you are not aware of it because there is no realization that that is the, the, the experience you may be cheated but this morning i want you to realize that if you are born into this family what jesus was telling nicodemus was this when the spirit has interacted with you it has moved you to the wind column and the wind now works with you you now move like the wind you are moving not only are you moving there is an unseen realm to you there is an unseen side to you men people think you have been cast down you can see there is a lifting up because there is an unseen side that is holding you and is gradually bringing you up they may not see you coming but you are coming you are coming definitely they may not they may not know how it will happen but you are coming definitely you might have lost your air even like samson but the air will grow and so because you have this realization in you that i have company i have company the unseen realm is very very real the unseen realm is very very real one of the things that the story of job tells us is that what happens in the physical is controlled by another realm if you look at the story of job and you didn't read the early chapters of job where there was this discussion and even he was not invited into that discussion oh my god you didn't hear that there was a discussion and it didn't it was in that discussion there are discussions not only on this plane alone that some of us are not there but blessed be the man who has spiritual understanding who has intelligence of how spirit works blessed be that man who will be able to affect things there and not want to affect only in the physical so this morning what am i saying child of god if you want to enjoy life in the spirit you need to start by understanding the spiritualization of things and by that we mean the unseen is real the unseen is there i see it or i don't see it it is there one of the things that science has done in the, in the last few years is to make us really now see that unseen in a small dimension when you do things like connect your phone to cellular networks is an unseen realm some of us many years ago used to think it is our sim card that connected us now science took it a little higher they now brought e-sim where there is no physical sim 
but you are still connected so you it's not tangible but it's the connection it is a testament it is telling you something that is how this realm that is physical that we are seeing is governed there is a spiritual dimension and this is how every child of god should be you need to understand that there's a spiritual dimension to things let's look at the scripture and then we'll, we'll pray shortly and um, give god some thanks in this house this morning romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 if you start reading from verse 6 romans chapter 8 and verse 6 the bible says for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace we can pause there if there is an unseen realm why do people not profit from that unseen realm where they put their mind he said if your mind is primarily domiciled in the carnal side that's the experience you are going to be having but if you don't walk in the flesh but understand that there's a spiritual dimension and focus there and labor there and make investment there the bible said you will enjoy life and peace so this scripture that is here is not just for people that don't know jesus so. because i mean all the letters of power to the church so he was saying look you can be born again you can even be spirit filled but you may be more conscious or so more to your flesh or to your carnal nature more than you do to the spirit and the profiting will be more in the carnal realm just like for example if i sow to myself by going to the gym i will reap can somebody say amen i will reap because bodily exercise profits there's profit there it may be little but there's profit there if i sow to my spirit too i will reap i've met people who say ah me i'm not spiritual oh me i'm not spiritual it's my wife that is spiritual why 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 let me ask you say why it says to be carnally minded is death it says to be spiritually minded is life and peace now to be carnal is not even devilish yet it's just to be natural it's just to be real like some people say it Eh, don't spiritualize everything god is saying look no you need to spiritualize things you need to focus more on the spirit you need to make your spirit buoyant there needs to be buoyancy of the spirit life in the spirit really functions and does well when we are spiritually minded to put our minds on the things of the spirit we'll engage with the things of the spirit we are more aware of the things of the spirit we open ourselves to the things of the spirit we engage with the things of the spirit we allow our intelligence to increase in the things of the spirit we've talked about emotional intelligence we've heard about that excuse me we've heard about uh, uh, intelligent quotient iq but it is also si spiritual intelligence the intelligent quotients of the spirit where you are spiritually minded you understand the spiritual nature of things you don't only deal on a natural plane alone in fact you start dealing there first before you deal in the, in the natural most people what they do is this they will start in the flesh they will start things everything natural and then when it's now facing the natural they now want to switch to the spirit that's what people do you say let me do it my own way first when it doesn't now work now say god 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 no you should do it you should do it the other way when the bible is speaking in proverbs chapter 3 if you start reading from verse 5 when the bible says trust in the lord with all your heart it says lean not unto your own understanding what he's saying there is this don't let your support system be in the natural it says lean not unto your understanding make sure that the wind beneath you is not a natural one it is spiritual lean not unto your understanding in all your ways acknowledge him all your ways if i'm going to work i acknowledge him if i'm going to eat i acknowledge him if i will raise my child i acknowledge him if my child is behaving i won't only correct in the natural i will also speak that's why the people that are spiritual they understand how to use the mouth i'm going to get there somewhere in this are teaching they understand that when you use your mouth and you train yourself where your mouth can be graduate from communication to creation there's a realm where you don't just communicate with your words 
you create within her. There's a where, where when you speak something about your child, you are declaring and making things to happen. The first time I read Genesis chapter 48, I thought to myself, how can a father relate to his children and be telling them, let me give you my will. But he was talking about their destiny. When I read it, I said, what is this? Jacob said, now ye sons of Israel, come unto me. I shall declare the things that are happened to you in the days to come. A father. A father. That's a man that is living life in the spirit. He understands that I am a father. But I, I, I focus. I'm spiritually minded. When I speak over my children, I'm not just speaking words. I'm not just entertaining them. I am creating things. I am making possibilities for them. I am creating room at the top. If you are a parent in this house, hear me and hear me well. You, the best thing you can give your child is not an education. It's some level of spiritual inheritance. You can create some things. I can tell you, I'm a, I'm a recipient of spiritual inheritance. Where men use words. They didn't, they didn't send any money ahead. They send words. They didn't send any physical thing ahead. They send words. <laughs> like Jacob. He said, let me tell you what shall be in the days to come. And he started going over each child and said this about that child. He went over that and said this. And it was so. Why? A man that was spiritual. I, 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 and Jacob was all, not always like that. There was a time Jacob, when he saw uh, angelic activities, he just said, oh well. <laughs> the Lord was in this place and I did not know it. Because he was not minded. And many people are like Jacob in Genesis chapter 20, 28. But God is saying to us, and that's the journey we want to go on in this month of june i want you to not be the jacob in genesis 28 i want you to be the jacob in genesis 32 what is the difference to be carnally minded you're dead but to be spiritually minded focus your mind on the spirit on the spirit of god you are leaning on the spirit of god the reason why some people say well i don't know if god has ever spoken to me do you know why you are not watching out for it were you expecting him to say anything? Were you expecting him to lead you? Did you give room for him to lead you? You didn't. You have already made all the plans. You have already. You were already walking. You were already doing everything. Even if you stopped you, it will be. It will be against you. Yeah. It will hurt you because you are already setting your way. That's why the Bible says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your understanding." In this June, I'm asking you, what are what are your crutches? The United States government is your crutch your husband your decree <laughs> if you're a doctor you cannot suffer <laughs> uh, mm. some people say be playing though be playing <laughs> so god this morning is telling you and i the life in the spirit is a life of the wind it's, a, it's an unseen thing and you have to give it some attention you have to give it some focus there are things you you begin to do with intentionality because you want to sow to the spirit because he that sows the, to the flesh shall of the flesh reap you can't sow in one dimension and expect to reach in another dimension that's what many people do the reason the spirit is quiet is not because it's not there you have not made any transaction there and this month we want to make transaction because there is a spirit dimension to practically everything practically everything i've been reading some books recently and i i discover i have known it but it came in a different way that even what you call natural is not as natural as you think it is you, you listen to some music you just did it you sometimes have you not noticed this guy sang nothing he's just making noise why is everybody buying this thing they say control room they say control room it's not natural because if you naturally hear it it makes no sense because the guy is saying all kind of nonsense abusing everybody even you you'll be saying it and you'll be abusing yourself and you'll be happy you'll be dancing <laughs> you it's not natural something is powering it because it's not only god that is the spirit too. there are other spirits but you need to sow to the spirit of god once you have been healed once you have been born and if you begin to make that investment oh my god the dimensions that you begin to operate in it will be the Emmanuel dimension you know the Bible was speaking in that John chapter 3 verse 2 he said Jesus 
yes we know you are Emmanuel but we are also seeing Emmanuel happen in your life we are seeing God with us we are seeing God with you we are seeing your life is not just theory it's practical the reason it is practical is that there's a spirit sponsorship <laughs> and this morning I'm asking you I want you to answer it by yourself am I is there is is there the spirit of God is there the spirit component to anything physical that I'm doing am I looking at the spirit dimension am I spiritualizing that thing parents spiritualize child rearing and child raising don't just look into the natural egg if you focus on only the natural you have already lost because the natural has advanced you don't even understand how how influenced many of the cartoons that you are watching are many agendas are flowing in those cartoons so you need to have an agenda that's bigger than what you can and do within the natural and that's why you need sponsors and your sponsor has to be from another realm bring something that can superpose impose itself on this natural realm i want you to stand up to your feet this morning spiritualization of all things you need to understand that the wind is always moving you need to understand that the wind may not be seen but it cannot be denied that's how your life should be they should not be able to deny the result people may not like you but they cannot deny that god is with you Joseph is not everybody that likes Joseph, but they found out that God is with him. They're not everybody like Jacob. Laban had to say, he said, I have known by experience that God is with him. I don't know. Me, I may not have everybody on my side, but one thing I want to have on my side is that God is with me. And it's a consciousness, it's a realm. I have to I have to be spiritually minded, the spirit of God minded, not just any spirit. And that's what you want to tell God this morning. I want you to make some investment. If you have a language of the spirit, make some investment there right now. We will focus your mind there. As I look at June, I, I just want to put you. The Bible says, I have set the Lord before my, my, my eye. I have set the Lord ahead of me. I will not be moved. I am spiritually minded. I'm not carnally minded. I will not just talk about the natural things in this month my eyes will focus my eyes will see my eyes will interact i i i will be more spiritually aware this month i will be more spiritually focused i will sow to the spirit i will sow to the spirit because he that sows the wind will reap a wild wind yes i will sow to the spirit Shit 